five, four, three, two, one. It's time for a little Canadian content. It's too damn slow! Oh, uh, well, you know, my first thoughts were, why? Uh, you, <clears throat> no, never, never mind my first thoughts. I'm going to go with my second thoughts. Now, my second thoughts make much more sense. My first thoughts, uh, I should edit myself. And maybe, you know, actually my second thoughts aren't the most logical on top of that. Uh, okay, third, my third thoughts. My third thoughts are my favorite thoughts, and they're the ones I'll probably speak about tonight. That's right, it's officially, hashtag it, go ahead. It's now Third Thought Wednesday. Of course, if you're in the Eastern Time Zone, it's Thursday already, so you could call it Third Thought Thursday, uh, which has a nice ring to it. But uh, make sure you, you Vulcan hashtag that, uh, whatever. Hi, everybody, I am Revelstoke Jim, coming to you live on the 30th of September, 2015. I don't know why I'm even sitting here. It is my lovely wife's birthday, and I'm broadcasting on the internet. It's just got it. This has all just got so ridiculous. Listen, I tell you right now. Yes, things have changed around here at the old log broadcasting center. Doing more than one show a week, I just don't think is a good thing. One show a week, that should be enough for everybody. It makes them want to come back. So that's what we do. But now my one show this week falls on the 30th of September, and my lovely wife is having a birthday. Well, she's not around right now because she went, uh, we had an early dinner, we celebrated, we said Yahoo, uh, had a bit of as I said, dinner, and then she went off to a yoga class, which is what she wanted to do, which is what you should do on your birthday. Just do what you want. So, and the other thing, I'll just tell you, as long as we're talking about things, the other thing that happened is we just decided, you know what? Let's just wait till Christmas for presents. I... Her birthday's today, my birthday's in October. What do we need? So we're not doing birthday presents. So here we are having an official Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content on the 30th of September, my wife's birthday. It's a moose poop night, of course. Well, it's the only night of the week that we do a show now. So of course, any night we do a show, well, hang on, that's not even true. Yeah, we did a show on Friday, and that was not a moose poop show. But don't get comfortable with the Friday night show. It was a test. It was to have a little fun. 
I want to thank everybody who showed up and had a listen to it, who participated. Uh, nice having you guys around. But this is it. This is Wednesdays. And I don't even know if Wednesdays is working for me. So anyway, this is this is Rebel Stoke Jim's Canadian content, as always, coming to you from Studio 1B of the Log Broadcasting Centre, situated at the corner of First and Main in beautiful downtown Revelstoke, British Columbia, the coolest little town north of nowhere. Our signal comes to you from the top of the mountain, down the dirt road, across the river, and straight onto the information superhighway, directly connecting my voice with your computer or mobile device. If you're listening live, howdy. If you're listening... In the future sometime, uh, you missed a good show, uh, just keep listening, and you'll see what I mean. You'll know what I'm talking about when we finally get there. This isn't, this isn't the good part. This is just the part where I kind of talk for a little bit before I get all involved and bring you what you've come to listen for. That is uh, what we call the moose poop story uh, here on the program. No, not yet. Uh, it's too soon, Brad. I'm not ready for it. Brad, no. I'm no, no, no moose poop right now. I got stuff to do. I still got to talk to everybody. Back it up. Hey, are you paying attention to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Yes, thank you. Okay, there we go. Okay, much better. Much better. We'll get to the moose poop in a bit. That's where I tell the story. That's the most important part of the program. To me, that is the that is the turkey of the program. If if I get all Thanksgiving about it because Canadian Thanksgiving is coming up in a few weeks. The moose poop story is the turkey. Everything else is the gravy, the vegetables, the cranberry sauce. Oh, no, that's all sounding very good. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back to uh, what we're talking about. Um, Let's see. What were we? Oh, I mentioned to you I had third thoughts about what I was going to talk about tonight. Again, my wife's birthday, we've covered that. Uh, how I think programs should be one day a week. Yes, I'm doing that right now. This is my one day. All I need is one day. Just give me one day and I can change the world. Listen, I know I can make some of you happy one day a week. And that's all I'm asking. I think it's asking too much of me and you for me to try to bring happiness to you every single day of the week or even three times a week. I can, I can pretty much guarantee I can make one person out there listening happy one day a week. So that's what I'm doing. 
Now I've had some other situation. I've had some. Hey, I've had some. This is big news. I've had some. Uh, I've had some job offers. People have come to me and said, uh, "We want you to do some work." And it's like, "Oh, that's very interesting. I love work. Does it include money?" And they're like, "Yes, it includes money." And it's like, "Ooh, money! I remember money." Money is good. Money lets you do things. Money lets you go places. Money lets you. Uh, money lets lets you cast off the yoke of oppression. And just get all bubbly inside. So if 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 money comes, that's cool. But I'm also very, I'm very zen about it right now. Listen, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and I've decided that I'm just going to be happy the way it is. I've got good friends. I live in a great place. Big shout out to the folks at uh, La Baguette, because I went there shortly before the program tonight and got myself. Oh, now here's the other thing. I feel like Miranda. We're going to talk. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me do this properly. All right. If I am going to uh, uh, get all geeky about something, well, then I definitely can't just, just can't break into a, 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 a geeky sort of discussion. Without. Uh, without appropriately introducing myself and the program in the uh, in the getting geeky mode. Hang on, let me just... Uh... Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, not only is it Moose Poop Wednesday, it's Wine Wednesday. And if you are near any location that serves wine, uh, just go in, tell them that uh, Miranda and Honey sent you and they'll pour you an extra craft of uh, your favorite red or white. I can I can guarantee it. Just say the magic words, and uh, that's gonna work. No, you stay here and you you podcast with them. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna go drink more wine. That's right. Gonna drink more wine. Okay, here I'm gonna talk about coffee. Hang on, let me get all geek geeky about it okay here I'm going to talk about coffee as, as the drum solo plays in the background I, I switched up my coffee lately I've, I've stepped away from the latte I know, it's a big deal. I have stepped away from the latte and I have moved on to the Cafe Americano. And why, you may ask? Well, first off, my good friend and feline soulmate, that fracking cat. Oh, hang on now, I gotta wait for the song to... Hang on, here we go. 
I forgot how long this was. All right, there we go. My feline soulmate, that fracking cat, doesn't drink the milk. I know, a cat not drinking milk? What's up with that? But I've been thinking about it. And he and he has he has imparted he has imparted his wisdom to me. And I thought, you know what? I gotta get away from the milk. Because I'm having it in the lattes, I'm I'm having it with the cereal. I just there's it's too much milk. Too much milk. So I said uh, I said no more. I, I, I can't do the I can't do the milk thing. And of course the lattes were just, you know, it's it's espresso, but then it's like milk. So I went into La Baguette the other day. And they're all like, hi Jim, bonjour, all that good stuff. They're uh, <laughs> they all say hi. And they know me. They know what I want. And and all of a sudden Annie starts, Annie starts making getting ready for a latte, and it's like, no, hold on, back it up, back up the coffee train. I'm not drinking lattes. I need to go somewhere different with this coffee thing. So we went for the Americano, and I still put my uh, my Breaking Bad Stevia artificial sweetener in it, and then I put a little, just a little touch of milk rather than a big thing of steaming milk, just a little touch of milk. And I have my, uh, my, uh, my coffee. So I get my espresso, I get less milk, and I'm happy. It's great. Now, I don't know if this is the reason. I'm going to tell you something else. Last night, oh my God, listen, last night, I had one of those great night sleeps. One of, oh. Sorry, I should have finished with the coffee. So yes, I've gone back a few times. I'm still trying to retrain everybody. So when they see me, they know it's an Americano coffee rather than the latte. So when I ran down today, Nick was there and uh, uh, Jackie. And they gave me the coffee. And it was good. All was right in my world. Hence, I'm probably talking a little too fast. But I wanted to make sure I said hi to them if they're out there at any time listening to this program. All right, we'll move on. So, last night, less milk. I had one of those sleeps that comes along, for me, maybe once every 200 days. It was, it was a great night's sleep. I slept all the way through the night. Uh, you know, it could be, I'm all, I also take drugs, not recreationally. I'm, let me, let me say this. They are all legally prescribed to me because I, uh, you know, I have to take drugs. Pharmaceuticals, as we call them. Here I go to the apothecary and get me some pharmaceuticals. 
So I had a night's sleep last night that was, I can only say, was almost the most perfect night's sleep. I woke up early, well-rested, refreshed, and actually felt like getting up and getting out of bed and doing stuff. Now, I don't know if this is all part of my new schedule, the lack of milk, whatever, but it felt good. And then I went out in the world, and on top of everything else today, I met I met a new pal. I met Leo. Now, Leo was a 12-week-old black Labrador puppy who just was a ball of energy. Unlike, well, he, yeah, hey, he's a puppy. That's what they do. And so I met Leo. I had had a good night. It was just a really great day. And I kept thinking, what is going on? I'm, I'm experiencing all the benefits of my wife's birthday. She should be having the special day. But of course, I was having the great day. So, oh, she was having a great day too, as it turns out. But uh, I got to share in it. So that's cool. I also went to her place of employment. Uh, I went and had a bunch of balloons inflated. And I should know better. I, I gave up, I gave up the helium balloon bouquet years ago, but I decided to try to revisit it again. And you know what? No, nah, never again. I will never, ever. Because at quarter after 11 this morning, I had the balloons blown up. A whole bunch of latex balloons and one big mylar balloon. By the time... I got to her office at 11.30. So 15 minutes, I was noting some degradation in the Mylar balloon. It didn't look right. And then when she brought them home today at 4 o'clock, the three latex balloons were hitting the ceiling and this Mylar balloon was just hanging there like a boat anchor. And I just said, never again. I will not, I will not be fooled or coerced into buying the Mylar balloon again. Mylar balloons are a blight on the world. They're a racket. That's all I have to say. Hey, if you didn't know already... Hey, this is a fucking podcast. That's right. It's a podcast, and it is. It's National Podcast Day. And as I tweeted out earlier, it's 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 kind of weird when you've been, when they're celebrating Podcast Day and you've been doing something longer than podcasting has actually sort of been in existence or the word. Uh, I've been around a long time. I have a history. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's all in the past. I'm all about the future. And that's why I want to hear from you. If you want to send me a tweet, all you have to do is send me a tweet at 
Rev Jim CanCon on Twitter. That's the show's Twitter address. I'll respond to it. And you'll have participated in an extravaganza unlike anything you've heard in the last 24 hours. You can also find me on social media just about anywhere. Type in the words Revelstoke Jim and guess what? You get me more than likely. Let's go to the old Tweetmatic 1200 and find out just who's saying hello this evening. And if you're not saying hello and you're just listening, that's fine too. All right, our first tweet of the evening goes to at Tessic1138, who says, at Rev Jim Can Con, I'm so excited for moose poop that I could just poop. Hashtag moose poop, hashtag Rev Jim, Vulcan hashtag poopalicious. Isn't that cool? Thank you, Tessic. Uh, Groovy Cat also says, time for Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content at Rev Jim Can Con right now on gabnet.net. It's moose poop night. Yeah, moose poop night. He also says, good evening to you, Jim. Vulcan hashtag Rev Jim. And Jim Riley says, happy birthday to your lovely wife and what the hell are you doing broadcasting on her birthday? But thanks. Hashtag Rev Jim. Yeah, the I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, more than likely because by the time this program started, she was still doing yoga. She doesn't get home till around, oh, 9.30. So here I am at the Log Broadcasting Center. She's at yoga, and then she goes home. You know, I might as well do a bro, a, a broadcast. That's right. You know, we only had guys on uh, on Friday until... Miranda decided to join us, which was nice because uh, when you have one of those broadcasts, it's it's just it's uh, it's oh it's too much. It's just I, I I love I love some femininity in my broadcast, and when it's a broadcast, it's just it's oh it's like a sausage fest, and I hate that. It's just too much. Hey, we got another tweet. Uh, this is from the lovely Miranda Jimnell. What the hell happened to my Twitter? Hang on. It disappeared. Wow, that was weird. I just lost everything on Twitter. It just vanished from the screen. Let me uh, see if I can load it again. Oh, there we are. Very strange. Uh, Miranda Jimnell says, at Rev Jim Can Con, hello, just hello. Hashtag Rev Jim, hashtag Wine Wednesday. I have a feeling Miranda's going to start singing a uh, Lionel Richie song. And Diana of the Night chimes in with happy birthday, hashtag the lovely wife, yoga rules. Yeah, it does. 
If I wasn't here, I would be doing yoga. Jim Riley wants to know if I adopted the puppy. I sent pictures to a few people today, and they thought that I had given the puppy to my wife. No, the puppy is not ours. Uh, I did not I did not adopt the puppy. That puppy, though, I'll tell you right now, if you are a single guy or gal out there and you want to attract attention, get yourself a puppy. This puppy got more action than anything today. And I'm reminded that... Uh, The message that came in from Miranda Janelle, it was Vulcan hashtag Rev Jim, Vulcan hashtag Wine Wednesday. If I have to explain it, it's it's too complicated. It does not make sense. Anyway. Holy smokes, look at the time. Why the heck? Oh, there. It's just one of those nights. Uh, will I open up the Skype lines tonight? I may possibly do that. Will I accept every and all callers? Probably not. I reserve the right to talk to whoever I want. If I don't want to talk to somebody right now, don't be insulted. It's just my frame of mind. It doesn't mean you won't get to speak with Revelstoke Jim next time or the time after that. Sometimes it's like a chef making a souffle. If you don't have the right ingredients, yeah, you get, you get, you get nothing good in life. So I'm just saying, there you go. Hey, when we come back, it's moose poop time. Why? Oh, why the hell not? It's just because I want to. Get yourself comfy. Put a blanket over your legs. It's getting chilly out there. Have a hot toddy. Or just or just drinks directly from the bottle. I'm Rebel Stug Jim. This is Canadian content. Mr. Canada, 12 years and counting. You're listening to Revelstoke Jim.
Johnny, still grooving. simple things in life that we all do that give us pleasure when times are tough and the pressures sit upon our shoulders we seek out those activities which give us comfort they brighten our mood they bring to us a peaceful feeling Sometimes it's a simple walk in the woods or sitting on the porch during a rainstorm with our favorite beverage, thinking about the past and the people we've known. And when I think about the past and the people I've known, I think of my good friend Woody. Who, like all of us, had his favorite activities that made him feel good? In the fall, Woody would head down to the lowlands. away from the mountains 
where the big grassy fields lay. Where you could find the berry plants and the mushrooms and all the other free bounty that nature provided. But to Woody, the fall provided his favorite taste treat. And that were the crab apples that existed on the trees that grew in the flats long ago created by the transference of seeds by birds flying high overhead. Now every year, besides picking berries or mushrooms or wild plums, Woody would collect apples. He and his big black Labrador, his friend, his companion, the glazed duke, would walk from the little cabin on the gravel road just down from the historic cemetery, make their way to the river, cross the old cable bridge, and continue walking to the big meadows where the wild orchards grew. And throughout the summer, they would pick the crab apples to eat as snacks. Woody on his own was quite the baker. And he would often invite a special guest over to share a crab apple pie that he had made with the recipe of his long dead aunt from whom he inherited the little cabin. Flour, water, sugar, baking powder, and of course the glorious fresh wild crab apples that they would pluck off the branches of the wild trees in the meadow. But come the fall would be Woody's favorite time to pick the apples. Because in the fall, he would gather them up, take them home to the little cabin, and in the tiny little kitchen, attached to the front room in the little cabin, he would make his specialty. The thing that would see him through the winter and provide him with sustenance and pleasure. And that was the applesauce that he was so famous for. Every fall, Woody would collect the wild crab apples, take them home, core them and cut them, and then place them into a big black pot that was older than the cabin itself. 
and he would put fresh, dried timber into the little wooden stove, and he would build the heat up, and he would close the vent and the damper to keep the heat in, and he would boil down the pounds of wild crab apples, adding cinnamon and some sugar and various other wild ingredients that he never shared with myself or anyone who ever knew him. There had been discussion by the townsfolk that only the glazed duke himself knew the secret ingredients to Woody's crabapple applesauce. And so far, he had not spilled any secrets, despite being tempted and bribed quite often with an extra day-old glazed donut that was his favorite. So as the apples would boil down inside the pot, Woody would reach in with a big wooden spoon that he had carved himself and then cook the apples some more and then stir some more, and the glazed duke would lay on his bed next to the stove, feeling the heat escaping the stove and warming his giant body. And Woody would be listening to the CBC and using the programming to mark the time that told him how long to cook the apples, and turn it into applesauce. And then when all was cooked, he'd take the big metal ladle that hang, was hanging on the wall, and he'd scoop out two or three cups at a time and pour them into the glass jars and then seal them up and all by himself with his own hands and the joy of nature around him, Woody would have created a heavenly treat. While one fall, Woody and the Duke made a number of trips down to the meadow to pick the last of the crab apples so that he could make the town-famous applesauce. They would fill old potato bags with crab apples, and then Woody would tie the bags together with a rope, and they would drape over the giant shoulders of the glazed duke, and the duke would carry the bags of apples back to the little shack on the gravel road. And this would be repeated a number of times during the week until finally 
they had gathered up almost a large barrel full of wild crab apples. And while measuring by eye the amount of fruit he had harvested, Woody realized, I have to make one more trip. We're going back tomorrow, boy, he said to the glazed duke. And the giant black Labrador looked at him and hung his head low, as if to say, I'm tired. I carry the apples. I need some rest. And Woody, always attuned to the mood of his best friend, realized that the last trip he made this fall would have to be on his own. He couldn't overwork the Duke, for he was not getting any younger. So Woody made a deal with the large black dog, and he said, All righty, I'll go down to the meadow tomorrow. You stay here and rest. And the following day, we'll start making the applesauce. You could see the delight in the face of the large black Labrador as he spun around three times on his bed, made himself comfortable and realized that he wasn't going to have to get up early in the morning and work hard. He indeed had the day off. Woody blew out the lantern, closed his eyes, and allowed sleep to come over him. The next morning he got up, saw the glazed duke still asleep on his bed. Woody threw on his favorite pair of dungarees and an old work shirt, grabbed his John Deere hat from the nail beside the door, grabbed a couple of empty potato sacks and quietly stepped out of the little cabin and started walking towards the wild meadow where the crabapple trees existed. And once he got to the meadow, he opened up the bags and reached up into the trees, and he realized that all the apples within hands reach were gone. He and the duke had snacked on them all summer, and now the only apples that existed were high up in the branches of the giant wild trees. The only thing Woody could do was climb up into the branches of the trees and pick from above. So Woody kicked off his shoes, thinking he'd get a better grip 
on the trunks of the tree with his bare feet. And he held one of the old potato sacks between his teeth, and he grabbed on to the tree trunk with both hands and began to pull himself high up into the branches of the tree where the best apples still remained. Now these were not pruned and cultured apple trees. These trees had grown wild and large. The trunks were almost too big around for a man to place his hands. But Woody slowly and carefully made his way high up to where the fruit existed, and much to his surprise, he was given the extra bonus of a beautiful view of the entire meadow. He slowly began to pick apples, balancing himself on one of the larger branches. Pick an apple, put it into the sack. Pick an apple, put it into the sack. Finally, one sack, completely full. He tied off the neck, hung on to the branch, leaned off to the side and dropped the bag far down to the base of the tree. He reached into his back pocket and started to fill the second sack. And once it was full, he tied the top of it and dropped it to the base of the tree as well. And that's when the trouble began. Because that's when he first saw the bear. A large, lumbering, black bear came wandering into the meadow looking for crab apples. Woody almost held his breath as he watched the large bear approach. The bear would stop at a tree, rear up, place his massive paws on the trunk of the tree and push. And one or two or three apples would fall from above and the bear would gobble them up, and he moved from tree to tree. And then, as he got closer to the tree that Woody was in, you could see that he noticed something. He noticed by smell. And then he turned and looked at the base of the tree where Woody was in the branches 
high above, and the bear saw the potato sacks full of apples. Well, what bear in his right mind would turn away such a find? And he made his way to the base of the tree. And with his giant paws, he ripped open the potato sacks and began to eat the wild crab apples that Woody had picked far above. At this moment in time, Woody knew the bear was at the base of the tree, but the bear did not know that Woody was above him. In a short amount of time, both sacks had been emptied, and it was obvious the bear was not full. He stood up, placed his paws against the tree, and began to push back and forth. No loose apples fell because Woody had picked a fair number of them. Yet it was all Woody could do to hang on to the branch and not fall himself. And before he knew what he was doing, he let out a small, startled yelp. And it caught the bear's attention. And the bear looked up in the tree and proceeded to shake it even harder. The only thing Woody could think to do was to distract the bear. So he reached for whatever apple he could, grabbed it in his hand, and then yelled down to the bear, Hey, looky! And showed the bear the apple, and then threw the bear, threw the apple, as far as he could from the tree, getting the bear's attention, and the bear wandered over to where the apple had been thrown. Now, while the bear was distracted, Woody decided that would be the perfect time to climb down the tree, and as he tried to get down through the branches, the bear returned. So Woody grabbed another apple and threw it as far as he could. And the bear went and retrieved it and ate it and realized that he had stumbled onto a good thing. The tree was giving him apples. He was not about to leave. And Woody realized that he could not throw the apples far enough to make it all the way down to the bottom of the tree and home safely. Yet he was without potato sacks. There was nothing he could do. The bear would not leave. And that's when the idea hit him. The only thing Woody could do was remove his dungarees. and remove his shirt. He looked around to make sure no one could see him, 
sitting high in the apple tree in just an old pair of white jockey shorts and a John Deere hat. But it was unlikely that anyone was even 20 miles or so close enough to witness the spectacle of the very pale man in his underwear in an apple tree. Woody tied the legs of his pants together and started filling the improvised bag of pants with apples. He then pulled the belt tight and repeated the same maneuver with his shirt, tying the sleeves together and filling the torso of the shirt with apples and then tying that off. And then standing on the branch of the tree, he threw his bag slash shirt full of apples as far as he could and then repeated the same with his dungarees. And as the bear wandered over to where both articles of clothing full of apples landed, Woody made his way down the tree. The bear was distracted enough while eating the apples that Woody could put on his shoes and quickly make his way back towards the little cabin on the gravel road just down from the historic cemetery. If anyone had seen him, all they would have noticed was a very pale white blur of a man in an old pair of jockey shorts running through the woods as quickly as he could, realizing that it may be time to give up the occasional cigar. His breathing was heavy. All he wanted to do was get back to the safety and comfort of the little cabin, hoping no one he knew would see him in his reduced state of clothing. And as he made his way back along the trail over the cable bridge, up the path and onto the gravel road, he could see the little shack. And he made his way to the cabin door and burst through with explosive energy. And in doing so, woke the glazed duke out of a pleasant slumber, startling him so much that he leapt off his own bed as if to protect the cabin from a pale intruder in underpants. And he landed on Woody with a thud, knocking them both to the ground. And while the glazed duke's eyes focused, trying to figure out just who the intruder was, large shoelaces of drool dropped from his lips 
extending themselves towards the prone Woody lying on the cabin floor. As Woody caught his breath, a moment of recognition came to the Duke's face. And he slowly removed himself from the chest and torso of his good friend. Woody sat up, adjusted his hat, and sat there in his underwear, realizing that as all things go, he was quite lucky that day. First, he was not eaten by the bear. Secondly, no one had seen him dash through the woods in a state of undress. And thirdly, his best friend was there to protect him, just waiting for his return. When it comes to the good things in life, what more can a man or a dog ask for? And that's your moose poop for the 30th of September. We'll see you in just a little bit. Revelstoke Jim will take your Skype calls in just a moment.
Friday, we're going to open up the Skype lines, GabNet Live, 347-352-0079. Remember, uh, if I don't want to talk to certain people, I won't talk to them. I have a rule. Uh, it's not so much a rule. It's just, hey, guess what? I'm the host. I can do what I want. Uh, <laughs> I can do what I want. My mother told me I could. So there. Simple as that. And I always do what my mother says. I do what my wife says, too. I do what my doctor says. Actually, I don't do what my mother says. That's not true. You know, the only women I listen to, um, I've told, I've said this before, I listen to my wife, I listen to my doctor, and uh, I listen to Miranda Janelle every Tuesday here on Getting Geeky. She's the queen of Gabnet. Uh, simple as that. Oh, hang on. Why isn't my, uh, my picture seems very, uh, red. I'm going to change the camera. Uh, let's see. Da -da -da -da. There we go. Uh, we're joined by the old potato masher at Tesec 1138. Uh, maybe I just want to talk to him. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Hello, Patrick. Hola. Uh, what's that mean? We don't have that in Canada. Yeah, is that, is that French in Canada. Is that all of, is that Spanish here? Oh, is that olive ola? Uh, yes. That's olive ola. Right. Oh, yes. okay. I My mouse stopped working and my camera went dark on me for some reason. Well, maybe you're a CIA agent. I could be. I, I could be deep undercover. That's right. right. Because, you know, this would be the perfect place to hide on GabNet, on the internet. Who the hell's going to find me? That's the thing. No one will ever know where I am if I'm secret agent undercover on GabNet. Uh, oh, hang on. Now, let me just see if uh, I, you know, the Internet is working, but uh, I'm, I am having, uh, you know, I think the problem may be Skype. Or hang on. Let me uh, let me adjust. the. Let me try the camera again. Uh, come on. Do that. Uh, I look better. Hang on. I'm going to change the camera. I don't like that camera angle. I can do this. Uh, let's see. Change the camera. Uh, you get a different view. Hi, Patrick. How are you? See, I'm up. I'm up. I'm way up there now. The I'm other... taller than you. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a above camera camera shot. It's above Jim. Uh, they went and put it in without talking to me about it, and now it looks like everybody looks down on me. Well, that's the way I live my life. What people look? Nobody looks down on you. Sure they every, do. Every, I up, the every, only people that don't look down on me are under the age of like seven. <laughs> uh, no, everybody I talk to about you speaks very highly of you. What well, that very so nice. nobody has ever talked down about you to me. Well, I've managed to bamboozle people from. From every uh, every part of the United States to now Canada. Now Honestly. that now listen, I want to talk about words real quick. That's a good word. That's a word you would not find. That's more. That's a Canada word. That's a Wisconsin word. You won't find that in in like Wisconsin. I mean, in in California, you wouldn't find that in. You might. I mean, maybe Texas, but I'm just saying that is not like a California kind of word. True. That that's like old school 
hick kind of word. And I'm not yep. I'm not saying that Canadians and 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 uh, Wisconsin's what do you call yourself Wisconsinites? Wisconsinite. Oh, Wisconsinites. I you know I love to go out and and watch at night watch the. Uh, uh, the Wisconsinites fall from the sky, and and uh, that's dumb. That's dumb. I'm sorry. Uh, you know they should call you guys Wisconsinators. That sounds tougher. Well, it, it sounds tougher, but um, I think that was determined back when the state was created in 1848. So oh, and and. You know, maybe they maybe they were more uh, wussy then. It uh, could be. Could Although be. we did send out uh, several uh, regiments from Wisconsin during the United States Civil War, so they they done kicked some ass down in the South. So, well, very well. I mean, uh, uh, did you guys do well in the Civil War? I really don't know. I didn't pay much attention. Was it in the newspaper a lot? I kind we kind of skipped over that. Yeah, it 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 didn't get as much press coverage as, as you would think. Um, I think Twitter wasn't quite up to the standards it is today. So you know they may have they may have talked a lot about it on Fox. I don't pay attention to Fox, so I'm I'm uh, I, you know I may have just I missed part of it. Yeah, it it it. Turned out well for uh, some and not so well for others, so. Uh, okay, hang on. I'm just having an issue here with Skype. Now, again, I don't know why Skype... Uh, there we go. Okay, let me try to do something here. There we go. There. Okay, I got it fixed. Now, see, I have to look. Uh, there we go. Okay, so now you got my full attention back there, pal. Uh, so uh, did your, did your side win in the, uh, uh, civil war? You're, you're the North, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me, Yeah, uh, we, we, we won. Okay. And, what, and what did you get? You got to keep your slaves? No, you guys were no, against no. the slave. <laughs> the, the slaves were free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. They were yeah, free. No. Okay. Wisconsin got nothing out of it. <laughs> really? Other, yeah. They're, they're, cause the war never reached as far north as Wisconsin. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you guys got, but you got to make the beer. That was the important thing. Um, You know, as funny as that sounds, um, I was reading a couple of books on the Civil War, and they had mentioned um, a couple of the regiments from Wisconsin, and some of the conversations that had gone on between some of the uh, soldiers dealt with beer and coming from the old country, meaning Germany, mostly. Oh, wow. Wisconsin. Right. So, yeah. So oh, the beer was a big no, thing. Hang on. No, I just, now, I just looked up the Civil War on Wikipedia, and it seems that Wisconsin, the 17th Cheese Division, did a very great campaign in the Civil War. Well, yeah, that... Was, was that the head cheese uh, regiment? That's right. That's the head cheese regiment. They, uh, um, yeah. And and later on, you guys, oh, uh, uh, you fought the Swiss, too. So that's uh, uh, that's pretty impressive. 
Yeah, the, the Limburger division did a lot of uh, damage in the South as well. Yeah, but I'm just looking up their record here. They didn't do that well because everybody could smell them when they were coming. Well, that's how they, that's how they got rid of them because uh -huh. the, uh, you may not have heard of the Rebel Yell, but it was pretty famous oh, when, when, their south, when the Southern soldiers would be um, advancing, they would yell, and of course, it would be running away. Well, so they had. You're telling me they had the rebel yell in the south, and in the north, you guys had the 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 northern smell. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God, nah. That makes so much more sense. I got to go back and watch that Ken Burns thing now. I mean, I was I was lost for a long time with that. I'm telling you, it was the smell that caused the yell, and that that pretty much brought down the south. Uh, hang on, I I just uh, I have a uh, I have a uh, important uh, call I have to take. Uh, you excuse me one second, Patrick. Uh, I'm being uh, being hailed by the uh, the the Queen of Gabnet uh, on Wine Wednesday. Hello, Miranda. I can't hear you. Did you just mute yourself? Hello, Jim. <laughs> How are you? What can I do for you tonight? Uh, I'm Gouda. You're Gouda. Ah, I see. How are you doing? Uh, Wine Wednesday, thank you for joining me. I know your time is taking up with other duties on this day now that uh, uh, now that this is the only day. By the way, isn't isn't just one show a week the proper amount of shows to be doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It just makes so much sense. It's like people want to talk to you. <laughs> They're there. Look, Patrick's there. Patrick, did you get some sun today, by the way? I, I, I'm going to break in back to Patrick for a second because I'm looking at Patrick on Skype and I, because I have increased uh, internet options and I, your nose looks a little red. Did you get sunburnt? No, I had a damn pimple. <laughs> oh, okay. It's well, it off the red nose pimple. <laughs> Actually, smart asses. Um, no, 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 no. I, I, from I, Wisconsin. No, yeah, no. Hang on. Hang on. If you're going to start defining people, I'm the smart ass. She's the tight ass. By her That's own right. definition, on Tuesday. She, That's right. She, ass, smart uh, ass, and dumbass here. So I, wait, I shared that story. You, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't aware I shared any. Uh, 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 I've said too much. No, you said you went for a walk and you wound up with a tight ass. So, oh, oh. that makes more sense. Yes, much more sense. By the way, well, how do you like my camera it makes angle? Sixty dollars too. It's a lovely camera. Angle. Isn't it a lovely camera? It's way up there. I feel so far away from everybody now. Yeah, you know what I like about it? What? I can kind of do a pixie down your shirt. Oh, bullshit upon bullshit upon bullshit. Anyway. Let okay. Me get back yeah. To let's my, get back my, to your, 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 bla nose. your blazing red nose. All right. So about, I think it was about 15 years ago, um, it had a company Christmas party. And of course, who got puberty hitting him right before a damn Christmas party? Hang on, hang on, hang on. You only went through puberty when you were already working for a company? 
Yeah. Okay. What what can I say? Wow, child labor laws must be very lax in Wisconsin. Okay, go ahead. And uh, yeah, I had a bright red beak. And of course, everybody was singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And there were a couple of photographs taken of the group. It went like the flash, (laughs) found my nose, and the glow. It is, yeah, so... At this point, at 40 years old, I'm happy when I get a pimple because it's like the shit is still working in my system. Okay, yeah. I haven't reached that age where, you know, I've dried out completely. (laughs) Oh, that's just an image I don't want to know about. But no, I'm just saying nowadays you have the issue. Okay, you get a pimple. Yeah, okay. But back then, oh, thank you. Yes, back then in your in your in your in your puberty days, if you want to uh, call it that, it, it, back working at the company there, uh, I don't know what your problem could have would have been. You could have just brought your bangs down in front of it, and it would have covered. <laughs> now, obviously, you can't like kind of just sweep your bangs down. Over uh, over a pimple yeah. on your nose, but back then I don't know why you couldn't have just kind of just brought it a little forward, the hair on your head, and covered it up, and and everybody. I mean, you come on. I'm just trying to figure out our age difference, and th- you would have had one of those kind of flock of seagulls kind of art school haircuts in your teen years, right? No, no. Uh, I had high and tight. Uh, probably from age 15 on. Okay. Prior to that, it was my mother's, um, you know, you're going to have the bangs and, and that shit. And I hated it. And I think at, I think at 14, maybe as soon as I hit high school, whatever age that is, I just said, buzz it. Yeah. But come on, let's, let's be honest. You wouldn't. Turn down bangs now. Uh, yeah, I would because I hated the <laughs> shit on my forehead. But see, what happened in high school is after I started shaving it, my hair started to change a bit. So then I went with the pompadour look, like Fonzie. <laughs> and you may see on occasion my profile picture on Facebook show my high school uh, photo. Um, you can probably look it up in my pictures and there's i have a nice sky blue uh cable knit uh sweater and uh the fonzie hair cool but hey. my mother made me uh cut my porn stash off for that <laughs> photo but then i regrew it like the day after the photo you know wow you grow hair fast that uh, that's impressive well, I'm not quite like Johnny, but... <laughs> yeah, really, really. Uh, Miranda, what did you do fascinating on Wine Wednesday? You always seem to have a, uh, a special activity at, as part of your, your imbibing. What did you do tonight? Oh, tonight we just went to our usual restaurant and uh, had a fantastic conversation caught up. It's been three weeks since 
Uh, we've been able to do a normal Wine Wednesday just because of the large conference that I didn't get to go to two weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't we don't talk about that. Let's not let's not talk about things we didn't get to do because that that's just that that's you know. Patrick doesn't get to walk. We don't talk about that. You didn't get to go to the conference. We don't talk about that. I'm not getting paid for this. We don't talk about that. Those are very good rules. Those are very good rules. So we're limited to topics of (laughs) things that we get to do? Yes. There's a lot of things we get to do. We can fart. (laughs) <laughs> well i mean you were having that conversation about cheese you know yeah. i'm assuming that all of you are like the cat and are lactose intolerant so well no i don't think i am officially but i i now you're just confusing me you start off the show you know saying that you're taking a page out of the cat's book that's and, right and that's I, right I, that's what i i'm with you on that miranda no I, no no I, no let I, me explain yeah. let me explain my friend, the cat, you may know him by other names, but my friend, the cat, strangely enough for a cat, is lactose intolerant. But that's my choice. Okay, but I'm saying I'm making the choice myself. Right, and, and it makes sense. You want to weaponize your bunghole. I get it. <laughs> Well, that wasn't the reason. I just thought possibly that maybe too much milk was getting into my system and I just wanted to reduce. Now I've I've practically reduced it to nothing and I had the greatest night's sleep of my life well in the last 200 days last night. It was great. Like I said, I woke up feeling refreshed and ready to greet the day and go off and do stuff. And rested, and it was like, wow, why can't this happen more often? Yes, Patrick? So if you have a shitty night's sleep for the next several weeks, sand milk, are you just going to go back to it because that's not really what no. made you have the good sleep? No, I'm going to start obsessing about it and thinking what other things that I have to remove from my uh, intake to try to get that... No, the thing that pisses me off, it was a great night's sleep, but now, like a junkie, I'm going to be chasing it, right? I'm going to be chasing what provided that perfect night's sleep, and I'm going to be trying to get that. And first off, I know I'm going to obsess about it, and that's going to keep me awake, and that's going to cause the problem. But I'm going to go through all the things that I I eat, drink, uh, environmental issues of the last 48 hours thinking I have to repeat that exactly. Oh, my God, uh, uh, I watched an episode. Yes, I watched an episode of Hogan's Heroes. Maybe I should watch another one of those. When I when I have uh, a bottle of Perrier, I burped 12 times with the Perrier. You know, uh, maybe I need to... Uh, uh, maybe I need to uh, repeat that, and and that will bring about the uh, the the perfect sleep for me. I just know the way I am. I'm going to be thinking about that, and I don't know what's going to help me sleep. Drugs. That's the other thing. Drugs are are <laughs> something I am ingesting as part of my life, and I just have to remember. Th- 
I gotta make sure everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Sorry about that. I uh, I really should have apologized beforehand. Uh, uh, see now uh, that'll remind me. Now uh, I, I I'm not uh, I'm I'm behind on the uh, I'm behind on the tweeters, uh, and I you can't get behind because after all there are rules. Hey, this is a fucking podcast. That's right, and people are listening, and there's things you got to do. So uh, let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> excuse me, all to hell. Yeah. Uh, Diana says, am I on the ban list? No, I'm, I was just trying to talk to Patrick tonight. And, and then Miranda, I, I legally, I can't ignore a phone call from Miranda. Uh, but I was just going to have one guest tonight, Patrick. It was all about Patrick tonight. And then Miranda, like. Oh, shit. No one told me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, you're here. And uh, so no. Uh, let's see. Uh, then the groovy cat himself says, uh, like taking a page out of my book means anything. It's a pop-up book. Oh, pop goes the cat. Uh, let's see. And Diana says almond milk is a good alternative. The cooler weather had me sleeping like a baby today. No, that, uh, uh. I didn't sleep like a baby. I slept like a full-grown man who just had a really good night's sleep. Um, and the cat also says, Ooh, I can't believe that Miranda Janelle didn't say excuse me after that burp. Hashtag Rev Jim. That wasn't me. Was that you, Patrick? I wish. Oh. Okay. That well, was impressive. That was, that was, that was, that was. That could have been a rip in the fabric of time. I... And and the thing is, I'm just a little boy in a wheelchair, so I can't read, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's Isn't Brad right. in there, uh, you know, off oh, camera? Yeah, right over there. Right, right, right over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, no, you can't see him. He's right off. I see where you're yeah, you see where Yeah, you see where I'm pointing. Like. Yes. Okay. Well, obviously he has to be over there. You got a freaking wall on the other side. <laughs> That's right. Well, there's a big window over here. See, a big window oh, that I, 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 I can, can only on. see the wall portion. Yeah, you know, know. it's it's it's. By angle. the way, it's warmer in here. You know, we have. I don't know if you can see through your. We have more lights on in here today than we normally do. And it you you I can I can just I'm looking at the camera shot and I can see there's like more. Everything sort of lit up more. I don't know. It looks very cluttered to me. I might have to change that. Well, maybe it's my nose glowing. That's that could be. It could. It could. Now I'm sorry to say. Uh, you know, I didn't mean to bring up a sensitive subject. Um, the, the only thing that I get sensitive about is not being able to walk. When people talk about taking walks and walking and standing and the last and running and and doing things like that. Then I get sensitive and, and I cry. The last thing I want to do is make you butt hurt about anything I bring up. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even though I wouldn't feel it because I'm paralyzed. Hang on. You're paralyzed? Yes. Wow. That's cool. Hey, we got a tweet. Let's go find out what the tweeters are saying.
as a reminder, uh, nobody has won the show yet tonight. You know, sometimes I award the show to a winner. Nobody has won the show yet tonight. Nobody's done something that is like, boom, won the show. So I, I just, I'm putting that out there. The show is still up for grabs. Uh, Jim Riley says, uh, chasing the snooze. Try the BC bud. Hashtag Rev Jim. Hashtag living the dream. Oh, I know not of what you speak. Uh, there we go. <laughs> and, and we'll... <laughs> yes. I got to tell you, it was about a month ago. Um, I got really, really high. And it was a wine Wednesday. Uh, I, it was a very angry night. Uh, <laughs> it was a wine Wednesday and I got really, really high and I called you and I talked to you and I slept so well that night. It was one of the best nights of sleep. And I tried it the next couple of nights and it just wasn't the same. I don't remember so talking I to think you. What you need to do is have a three quarters bottle of wine. <laughs> okay. Maybe even a full bottle. I don't know. All right. Have some of your BC bud and right. talk to yourself. And then you'll get that really great night of sleep. But and I, I've been chasing that one night ever since. But I have to have the bullshit in my life first to, to put me in that frame of mind. And you say you repeated this action. I only talked to you once last. So this was like, I don't know. Maybe. You said it was a show night. It had to have been. Okay, so I talked to you on the show. And then you said we only talk to each other like a max of twice a week. Yes. But you said you repeated the behavior, but I only talked to you once. So you actually did not repeat the behavior. You did not like talk I, to Yeah. I was trying okay. to chase it. It oh, didn't you I know see. the the I got yeah. you. Okay. Yes, Patrick. I have yet to have a good night's sleep in uh, over three years, and I don't plan on having one, and I don't really give a shit. I figure when I die, I'll sleep. You know what I hate? I hate when I sit too long and my legs fall asleep. <laughs> that really pisses me off. Because I think, why should they be sleeping and the rest of me not getting a rest? Don't you hate that? I can't feel my leg, Jim. Oh. Looking at the sun also rises. Ah, we'll take your ICQs at 30... Oh. There's an incoming phone call. Uh, I don't know who it could be, but we can find out. Let's go find out, shall we? Log Broadcasting Center. Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm phoning about that internet show you do. Yeah? Uh, I like it, but I only got one complaint. Oh, what's your complaint, sir? Well, uh, well, you talk too much about Canada. Well, it's a Canadian... You know, uh, I watch play TV all day. Uh-huh. Uh, nobody goes on and on about Canada like you do. Well, I'm Canadian, sir. No, that that Kiki, she doesn't go on about Canada. And, uh, and that Alex Bennett guy, no, he doesn't go on and on about Canada. And and them two guys, there's two of them, and, and they don't go on talking about Canada. Uh-huh. And, and that science fellow? Yeah. 
Ryan uh, I'm not sure he knows where Canada is, but he doesn't go on and on talking about Canada. He doesn't. And then come 8 o'clock, and it's Canada, 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 well, sir, Canada, Canada, uh, Canada, sir, Canada, 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 sir, Canada, it's, Canada, it's, it's, Canada, it's, it's, it's Canada, a humor show. That's all you talk about. Canada, yeah. Canada, 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 Canada. Sir, we're a Canadian show. And then that Wilkins guy. He what? don't talk about Canada. Well, no, he's from Antioch. So uh, I, I enjoy the show. I just, uh, I'd like you to stop harping about Canada so much. It's, you know, it's a foreign country. Yeah, it's a foreign country. Well, it's foreign to me. And I'd prefer you to stop talking about it. All right, sir. Good work. Uh, I really enjoy the stories. All uh, right. Quit talking about Canada. All okay, right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sir. Thank you very much. Wow, do you think, uh, I, I don't know how that call came in while we were just talking, and then all of a sudden, it boom. Hey, guess what? We got a winner. We absolutely have a winner of tonight's show, and that would be Mark Thorner, who made his way through the various barricades of, <laughs> of security to get on the show. Hi, Mark. Congratulations. Okay, what I win? Uh, you won the show. You are the official winner of the September 30th edition of Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. The best show heard once a week on the internet. Gag off. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. There is, there's, there's other shows heard once a week on the internet that are equally as good, if not even more precious than, than this program. You can hear them one night a week, even that, and they're fun to listen to. <laughs> are you? Um, hang on, I just I just got a shot of a camera angle. Miranda, are you drinking that horrible adult root beer that you were drinking before? No. Oh, okay. I, because that was that would be something I would do. I would buy like a six pack of stuff that I was curious about find out that i hated it but wouldn't want to waste the money that i spent on it and i would force myself to continue to drink it till it was gone and i could take the empties out of the house yep with what i've already consumed tonight if i had even one of those i wouldn't make it upstairs to bed <laughs> that is some powerful uh, stuff and it is nasty okay and what's it called it starts out so good what is it, it? starts out so, uh, it's mission hard root beer okay it starts out tasting like the best root beer you've ever had in your life and then it wallops you with this overwhelming alcohol taste and that's all that you're left with is this nasty bitterness <laughs> oh well we all know well, I mean, who hasn't been left with nasty bitterness in their life? <laughs> That's right, life in general. That's right. I mean, nasty bitterness is 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 a is a go-to phrase. It's <laughs> and a wallop is another great word. Another good Wisconsin kind of Canada word. Yeah, wallop and bamboozle. I, I think Miranda must have been listening to this program or talking to you, because those are not California words. True. True. She would she was trying to infiltrate my brain <laughs> and find out what sort of words that I would use 
And then I think that's what prompted the phone call. Well, there, it's easy to infiltrate. There's a big gaping red hole as an access point right on your nose. And it came in through my nose, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. No, so... It's uh, not the access point I would choose. <laughs> but equally gaping in red. Okay. <laughs> now that should get a prize of some sort. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to have two winners tonight. Simple uh, as that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is this show still on? Oh yeah, it is. Uh, I might as well. You just... don't have crappy internet anymore. You don't get to blame right. that. That's right. Oh no, you're all frozen. I can't. Uh, now I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> if anything, I have proven that you you can have good internet and still have it go out on you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just uh, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I was just trying oh. to. Uh, yes, Patrick. Oh. Uh, I I got a new Boba Fett today. Oh, God. Not an, another one? Is this... Oh, is this, this one I had previewed a couple weeks ago to you guys. Is this a blow-up Boba Fett? Is this something we want to talk about on the show? Oh, yeah. Because cats... Okay, hang on one sec. Hang on. Whoa! Hang on, Dale. I have to... Uh, uh, I have to, I've, I've got the whole panel muted at the moment because you're... you're uh, your sound is just coming in wild and hot, just like you, but we love you anyway. Uh, here, let me unmute. Oh, I hear a guitar now. There we go. What do we got, Dale? Hello, Dale. Yes, this is the Rockies calling the Rockies. All right. What are we, what are we listening to tonight? Oh, it's Amy's just noodling out here. We got five people. What are you guys smoking? What was it called? Uh, I don't know. Somebody recommended something it's called BC. Called, uh, anybody knows a weed called Granddaddy Purple. Granddaddy Purple. All yeah. right. No way. No, no. Yes. No perps. No perps. Yes, ma'am. You believe it. Grown by our guitarist here. She's strumming and she's looking at something on a, a little uh, iPad-like thing. Ooh. You want to <laughs> sing a song for our friends in Canada? You don't have to do Carrie. You can just sit there and strum. She's yeah. being quiet all of a sudden. Oh, okay. She's our barista. You want to do the Grateful Dead one? Oh, always love a good barista. All right. She's just going to play whatever she's going to play because she's an artiste. Okay. But she grew the Granddaddy Purple, so I'm told. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. This is real Colorado culture. Okay. Okay, let her rip. With a K. Amy. With a K. With a K. Colorado. Okay. Oh, she's you got nothing. Amongst yourselves, I think she's getting uh, Rocky Mountain High. Okay. Well, uh, we appreciate the uh, the attempted. Absolutely, Send, sending love to all the gabnetters and uh, everybody here is feeling no pain and uh, take care. All right, party on, Dale. Uh, right on. We'll bring you more music next time. Okay. Thanks very much. Uh, there we go. Uh, senior music correspondent to the uh, to the whole damn program. Uh, that's Dale. Uh, boom, he's in, then he's out. Uh, that's how we like it. Just. <laughs> what are you shaking your head for? Um, Granddaddy purple. <laughs> you, you, you either love purples or you absolutely hate them. And I am firmly in the absolutely hate it 
camp. Yeah. And you know me. I don't hate anything. You got a, you got a purple <laughs> I shirt try, on. I try and find that damn shining light or the, the positive note or whatever. And it, oh, I will not touch that shit. What about you, Patrick? Yes or no, Granddaddy Purple? Uh, if I knew what the hell it was, <laughs> I could have an opinion. But since I'm in a wheelchair, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You know, if you had some Granddaddy Purple, you might be able to walk. Uh, you'd get right up out of that chair and just do a jig. I mean, you you know what would happen? You would just, first moment you heard the cat theme, you would just get up and do the sugar cat dance. This is no beat, no beat. Uh, you know what's really difficult is when this shows up in your iPod on uh, just on random play, and you're walking down the road and you just you just want to start just rocking out to the sugar cat theme. Of course, it also makes you want to go to the Empire, and then it gets really complicated. Uh, there we go. Uh, so yeah, who knows? Uh, hang on, I have a tweet. But uh, Jim Riley. <laughs> I had to do that. I don't know. That was like a bad impersonation of uh, the Tweetmatic 1200, uh, or it was a really good uh, impersonation of the robot from Buck Rogers in the 25th century. We'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim Riley says, uh, what does he say? Oh, he's got lots of things to say. Uh, he says, uh, at Rev Jim CanCon, at Tessic1138, at Miranda Janelle. Great advice, Miranda. Works for me. Try hiking, Patrick. It's relaxing. <laughs> I will try it out. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> uh, and the Groovy Cat says, I call bullshit. At Miranda Janelle, hated to live and die in LA. Ooh. And Jim Riley says, uh, bring on the purple kush with a K. Pass. <laughs> and not puff, puff, pass, just pass. Pass, okay. Well, there we go. Hey, um, uh, let's just, uh, as we finish off the show, let's remind everybody who's listening what people are wearing. Patrick is in the rather relaxed looking sleeveless gray t-shirt. I have the bat moose t-shirt on. Mark is resplendent in uh, blue. Is that blue, Mark? Yes, sir. And Miranda is in the purple reading rainbow t-shirt, which automatically should have got you carded when you went to buy the wine. I know, right? I mean, really? I mean, you look... To me, like you're underage. And I would just think that, yeah, if I saw that, if you showed up in a rainbow sparkle t-shirt, I'd also card you. By the way, I yep. saw I saw a great image today. It, it was like of a of a uh, a cave woman. Uh she had had a spear and there was uh 
uh, a disemboweled My Little Pony on the ground, and she was eating ribs off of it, and there was two other <laughs> surrounding her <laughs> with shocked look on their face. It was just awesome. Some unknown artist. I just, I thought it was kind of a cool kind of modern-day mashup. You look unimpressed. Okay, I'm sorry. But then again, you didn't like the Imagine Dragons video, so... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> why am I still talking to you people my wife well no she's asleep by now she's already come home from yoga her birthday is over essentially she's probably home asleep in bed uh, so I mean it is a school night yeah it is a school night and and like I said technically well we are 10 minutes away from it no, it's already uh, it's already October in the east. Is it October where you are yet, Patrick? Yes. Got the hell up. It's October, which is a big month in Wisconsin. Oktoberfest. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Schnitzel and beer and 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 cold weather and bullshit upon bullshit upon bullshit. <laughs> And, of course, our favorite October activity, that would be, oh, polka music. Now, if that hasn't made you get up and dance... In all the years that you've been there, uh, you definitely got a problem. I think it made me want to remain caramel. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, there we go. We're going to just end it right there. Uh, let's see. Jim Riley says, have a great night, all. Peace and love. Hashtag Rev Jim. Patrick, you know, you haven't been tweeting lately and you and you have not given out with a, uh, a Vulcan hashtag since we started the uh, the great Vulcan hashtag. Well, because they don't have Boba Fett hashtag yet. So, you know, I mean, the Vulcan is fine, but, you know, when you like me and you don't trek and it's more Star Wars, it's really difficult. Oh. And I think it's conspiracy. Really, now I feel sad that we're we're leaving you out of something. No, you're including me, and I, I'm not such a curmudgeon that I can't Vulcan hashtag on occasion, but it's not something I, I would regularly do. Okay. You know, it 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 kind of goes against my my beliefs. <laughs> Your beliefs. <laughs> you Star Wars nerds. Can we wrap this up so I can go watch, you know, some some more Star Trek the next generation? That's you right. Just drink more. Now and and okay, I wanna I wanna just uh, one night a week to let really let go. I wanna cover What do you got against me, Patrick? What the hell, man? I wanna cover From something. Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna well, uh, uh here. I want to cover something really quick. I mentioned this to Mark. I sent Mark a note. I bought an album today on iTunes. Uh, it's it's ten years old, but my God, I've I've been listening to it like crazy, walking around, driving. It is a great album. 
by uh, none other than Star Trek's own uh, William Shatner. It's the album uh, William Shatner has been. It is amazing. I just I I love it. It's it's William Shatner kooky. There's some great stuff. There uh, some of the there's uh, uh, the song uh, Common People, which Mark and I were talking about. There's a great one with uh, uh, Henry Rollins called "I Can Get Be- I Can't Get Behind That." Uh, another song called "Real." It's just. I heard a couple of clips today somewhere, and then I realized I have to go find out about this album. And again, here I am coming in ten years too late, but it. I just I bought it. I'm happy with it. By the way, uh, Miranda's only one show a week. So she doesn't get to talk about a very specific anniversary today. Do you know what happened 10 years ago today? In the geek world? Uh, those files are inaccessible at the moment. <laughs> okay, I'll just I'll let it I'll just tell you right now. I know 30 years ago today, the very first murder she wrote, uh, oh, mystery. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. 30 years ago today. First episode of murder she wrote. Only wow. 30? I thought it would have been longer than that. How, how did, uh, yeah, really? How or was did... it 35? I don't know. The, 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 the memory units are corrupted at the moment. <laughs> what happened 10 years ago? What year is it? Uh, 2005. What would yeah. have happened in 2005? Yeah. Uh, pulling was that when the Stargate Atlantis what? spinoff what? started? Uh, uh, what, was your, what was your guess? I don't know. Uh, was that when the, uh, the... It could have been when the Stargate Atlantis spinoff started, but no. I highly doubt that's no. it. No. What did you say, Patrick? I think that was 2007. What did you say? You didn't say anything. Okay. You're frozen. Mark, do you have any guess 10 years ago today? Uh, you know, um, I, I know once you tell it to me, I'm going to go, oh, God. Okay. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Uh, 30 or 30. Damn murder. She wrote, you know, 10 years ago today. Um, Serenity. Was uh, in the theaters. Opened 10 years ago today. The uh, the Firefly movie. Yes, Patrick, you look so enthused. Never saw it. <laughs> I didn't even know what the hell it was until you said Firefly. And I am aware that there was a television show of Firefly, but I have never seen an episode. The brown coats were both thrilled and horrified 10 years ago tonight. With Wait, the... the Nazis have been gone for years, Jim. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I'm not going to tell you why they were horrified, because that would be spoilers. Yeah, after 10 years? Yeah, and I don't have I don't have the Johnny spoilers are thing. Hang on. <laughs> Let's see. Warning! There be... Oh! Hard! <laughs> warning! There be spoilers ahead, Yeah, mateys. yeah, there you go. Uh, that, that happens to be part of another program. Yes, Miranda Janelle. Now you've opened up the door yes. for this one. Okay. And we've now played the spoilers warning. Yes. So 
But do you know why Serenity, as much as I love Firefly, but but the one real issue I have with that movie, it's yet another example of Miranda being evil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do not like an evil Miranda, is what you're saying. No, I'm saying all Mirandas in movies are evil. They either, you know, help, you know, they, they either cause Ben Stiller uh, to ruin uh, his n- new marriage to Malin Ackerman um, or, or they, um, they, they run, you know, they wear Prada or, or they're the planet where the Reavers are born. One way or another, if there's a Miranda in the movie... That's right. The planet Miranda. She or it is evil. The planet Miranda is like the planet moon. They're both evil to the core. (laughs) And there are underground cities in both. So, yes, it brings us all back to Friday show. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see. I can see you 10 years ago. Oh, this is a great movie. The fucking planet is named Miranda, and it's evil. <laughs> no, the, the best part is when they're in the bar, and all of a sudden River just like you know she's staring at the TV, and then all of a sudden she just starts beating the shit out of everyone, going everything like, "Yeah, this is awesome," you know, because yeah. she's like Miranda, and then she starts kicking ass, <laughs> and then you actually get to the planet, and you're like, "Oh, great, this is where the fucking Reavers are born." There's not a freaking instance of an evil Miranda. No. Uh, and here I thought my, my name was a, a a name that inspires all this kick-ass behavior and, and but yeah it did kind of make her go psychotic so you know and for Whatever, me and, for, and for me when I hear Miranda I like I say I my mind immediately goes to the tempest okay mm-hmm. and and that's that's not a bad thing as far as I know, that's the first documented use of the name. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about the evil planet Miranda. <laughs> no, just, no, sorry. I didn't mean, I don't, you weren't seeing. I don't, I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing near you. <laughs> I'm just saying it has nothing to do, you know. Uh, that, would, that would be like uh, uh, some evil. All of a sudden, you know, uh, Boba Fett is uh, in episode seven. All of a sudden, Boba Fett's alive and he's actually living on the on the planet Cripple somewhere, kind of <laughs> in a wheelchair after his after his sort of his encounter with the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> no. Calm down, Patrick. How messed up is it that the stuff that weakens Superman kind of sounds like cripple? You know, kryptonite. Yeah, that's right. Kryptonite. Yeah, with a K. No. um, (laughs) Yeah, really, that's really weird how it cripples him. And uh, what would be your uh, kryptonite, Patrick? Real quick, this is how we're going to end the show. How, what would be your kryptonite? Ah, uh, uh, sex. <laughs> it weakens you? 
You're well, doing I, it I, wrong. When it started, I, <laughs> I haven't had it in so long that it, it likely would weaken me. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'll take that. What about you, Miranda? What's your kryptonite? I'm gonna go with sex when it's done right. It weakens you. <laughs> Mark, do you fist have a bump. fist bump? Internet fist bump. There you go. Do you have a kryptonite, Mark? I'm gonna go along with this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... All right, triple fist bump. Come on. Oh, come on. Now this is this is turning into like a Power Rangers kind of, uh, or no, or what's the one where they all the Wonder Twins? The Wonder Twins. There you go. But there's three of you, so. Triplets. The Wonder Triplets. Uh, well, Wonder Triplets, I'm going to say thank you for uh, joining me tonight because I can't go. Yeah, you know, you've invoked sex as the as the all encompassing power zapping influence of the uh, the. Uh, <laughs> and it seems that the cat's kryptonite is milk. And we'll just leave it at that. I I think that we're <laughs> that, that works. Okay. <laughs> uh I don't know where to go with that, but I'm I'm <laughs> uh I I think that uh, uh everybody has their kryptonite and uh be it sex or milk, uh there's gonna be something that uh, uh that that weakens you or uh, throws you off your game and uh whatever yours is go ahead tweet it out and uh we'll leave it at that me i know what weakens me there we go <laughs> uh thank you for joining me tonight at tessic 1138 at Miranda to Janelle at, I don't know if Mark's Twitter address is out there to be for public consumption, so I'm not going to say it. Mark Thorner. <laughs> Actually, you know what? All of you have won the show tonight. It turned into, it turned into a tie with that, that kryptonite thing. There. Oh, I don't know what the hell the music is, Brad. Okay, there we go. Uh, have a nice night with a K or not, and uh, give yourself a good night's sleep. Toodles. Toodles. And, and Patrick, uh, I'm going to go outside and look to the east for that healthy, rosy glow over the mountains and know that you're out there protecting me somehow, somewhere. And I and, uh, hope that uh, that gaping redness goes away. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. There they go. The, the callers for tonight. Uh, boy, uh, wonderful to hear from them. Uh, Diana, no, that was not that was not me not talking to you. I was just going to talk to Patrick tonight. And then I don't know what happened. But uh, uh, we'll catch you next time. All's good. All's fair. It's just the way the podcast tumbled tonight here in Revelstoke. Hey, let's pay a bill because I love getting money. And if I don't play the commercial, 
I don't get paid. Revelstoke Gym's Canadian content is brought to you by the Pooping Well Corporation, makers of Pooping Good, Adult Laxative, keeping the regular people of British Columbia regular for well over a hundred years. The Pooping Well Corporation makes Pooping Good. And for the kids, grape-flavored Pooptastic. Ask your pharmacist for the big red box of relief. Pooping Well, dropping the deuce since 1902. And that's the end of the program. I'm Revelstoke Jim. This has been Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. A little longer than we planned. After all, it's my wife's birthday and I'm still in the Log Broadcasting Center. But I'll be back on... Oh, I'll be back in October. That's right, the 7th of October. It seems like a long way away, but my friends, it's just around the corner. And you can always check out gabnet.net where you can find The Exchange with Damien Chaplin and, of course, Alex Bennett's Ramble Tuesday to Friday on the network. Don't forget to listen in to Miranda Janelle's program on Thursday evening, that's tomorrow, for the great rebroadcast of the Andy Weir interview in preparation for the great blockbuster movie, The Martian, opening on Friday in selected theaters. I'm Revelstoke Jim. Take care of yourselves. And of course, as always, we'll see you a little further on down the road next time. Bye-bye. the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.